What is going on, guys? This is Mike Greco, and you're listening to Real Talk, the number one real estate podcast in the state of New Jersey. Thank you so much for tuning into our first ever podcast episode. And we have a very, very special guest for this first episode, John Natali. Before we get into the episode, I want to read some ads from our awesome sponsors. Thank you so much to our sponsors for sponsoring the show. We have Cleanouts by G. Bella, Garden State Water Heater Company, Josh Blair with Family First Funding, and Goldfinch title. Cleanouts by G. Bella is a full-service cleanout business offering cleanouts for offices, homes, commercial buildings, estate sales, attics, basements, storage units, and much, much more. They will remove carpeting, wood or metal sheds, above-ground pools, wood or metal swing sets, and scrap metal. They basically do it all. They'll remove any trash you have, and they're very, very reliable and very easy to get in touch with. Cleanouts by G. Bella also offers rekeying services for foreclosed properties. So if you're in the REO business or the foreclosure business of real estate, they're definitely going to be somebody you want to keep on your contact list. They are fully licensed and insured company available for any of your property preservation or cleanout needs, working with many realtors and attorneys throughout the state of New Jersey. For a free estimate, contact Frank at 908-296-8519 and check them out on Facebook and YouTube at Cleanouts by G. Bella. Again, it's 908 296 8519. Give them a call today. Our second sponsor for this episode is Garden State Water Heater Company. My 50-gallon water heater was leaking. I Googled them, and I found Garden State Water Heater Company. Sean and Carmen showed up the same day, and within an hour, they removed and replaced a 50-gallon ream water heater and showed me how to flush and maintain the unit for longer use. They're very hands-on, and they will show you and instruct you on how to maintain your water heater as well as replace it. Um, I couldn't have asked for better customer service. They showed up, they were quick, and they were extremely reasonable. Garden State Water Heater cover all of New Jersey and can be reached anytime at 973-434-4100. Again, their number is 973-434-4100. Give them a call today and get a free estimate. What's going on, guys? This is Mike Greco with Real Talk, the number one real estate podcast in New Jersey. Not sure if that claim is true or not, but we're just, just going to put it out there and just make the claim. Love that. Today, we have a very, very special guest. He's one of Jersey's top producers and my close friend, John Natale. Hello, hello. Thank you, Mike, for inviting me. For to, first of all, it's an honor to be at the first this one, the, the first inaugural one. one. The inaugural one usually has the very special guest, so I'm very, very honored. Thank you. Exactly, exactly. So how are you doing? Tell, tell me about your life. What's going on uh, as of it's, recent? It's uh, been an interesting experience the last 90 days. Uh, right. It, it has certainly has been. Uh, you yeah. have, you've had to... Um, lean back on some of your experiences in life as we spoke a couple minutes ago about yeah. certain things that have happened uh, either during sandy when we were shut down for uh, you know a couple of months yeah um, the real what happened in the real estate market back then what happened in life yeah. uh, so and and then also uh, back in 2007 and 8 when we had the housing crash so there's been a lot of different uh, different things and uh, there's no playbook yeah. So you have to use your gut feeling and you have to be very nimble and inventive kind inventive, of about yes, it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I was going to ask you, like, how, how did COVID affect your business? And, you know, are you? Are you well, we've never affected. We've never re experienced anything like this. And I think yeah. part of the frustration without being too political is that since we haven't really had a national approach to this, meaning that when Adele first said, oh, the office is going to be closed for two weeks. 
we kind of really just thought, all right, it's going to be like a two-week uh, snow snow days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. then we'll be the back in the office April 1st and back up and running doing our open house and not really realizing the the real seriousness of it. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so we've had to, uh, you know, adjust along the way. And even now, you know, it's it's – since we don't have that national policy, we really don't know where we're going. Yeah. As far as uh, right here now in New Jersey, things are pretty easy. Yeah. But again, now you see how um, so many people in other parts of the country that loosened the restrictions and everybody went into the bars. The indoors yeah. seems to be the the, the, the real yeah. negative right now. So that's until this is really solved, uh, life going back to normal seems to be a little bit further out right right and we've never dealt with anything this this long of a time period where it's like you know we can't really do much and for like almost a six month period now right right. so but you your team's pretty you're very listing focused and listing heavier more so right well again that's that's from the changes in the market okay years ago i the biggest thing that i that i tell the people is um you know keller williams all about research 2011 there were five million homes sold in in the United States. Yeah. And all of these internet sites, the Boomtowns, the Zerples, I don't think some of them haven't weren't in business 10 years ago, but conversion and something like that. Yeah, yeah. They generated 5 million internet leads. 5 million sales, 5 million leads. Hmm. Fast forward to 2020, uh, there are 5.2, 5.4 million sales of home sales. There's yeah. over 100 internet leads. It's a business. Yeah. And so what that means is two things. Number one is the same person is clicking on 20 of our different sites. Definitely. So 20 of us of agents who are all paying two to three thousand dollars a month, not me anymore, yeah. uh, 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 for for all of these buyer leads, right, mm-hmm. are chasing this one maybe lead. Yeah. And I tell this story all the time. Uh, back in 2014, I was paying, you know, I was paying a lot of money for all these leads. And again, I always encourage any Keller, any of our Keller Williams brethren to, um, it's a little on hold right now, to go to Keller Williams uh, Mega Camp or Family Reunion because there's a lot of wisdom that's given. Yeah. And so back in uh, early 2014, uh, I remember I was overloaded by paying, I was by paying twenty, thirty thousand dollars a month for all these buyer leads and I'm going like well and everything started shifting where the you know the there's more leads and the quality of the leads started really dropping. Declining, yeah. So Gary Keller was doing his usual thing in front of the whole crowd and, and he goes, Well you know who who's paying uh, you know, ten thousand a month for Zillow leads and the place is going pandemonium. Me, 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 I'm loving to pay all that money to Zillow, you know, and yeah. I, wow, you know. And and so uh, he almost you know uh, you know and he said well who would like to who would like to receive free buyer leads the best buyer leads that you could possibly get now the place Mike is in total pandemonium I mean screaming the roof is yeah. like roof you go where where are they Gary where are they <laughs> right and he goes get a listing and it was like an axe actually hit me right through the head. I mean, I always have been listing base, but I was like 50-50, maybe 60 buyers, 40 sellers, and stuff like that. Well, then I, you know, I just came home. I canceled all my buyer websites because they weren't really paying anymore. Yeah. And as if you're running an effective business, you have to be brutally honest with what you're, what you're spending and are you making any money. Right. See, the leads become like crack. 
you know, you're afraid to cancel because mm. how am I going to meet anybody? Right. You know, but you have to have your own confidence that if you practice real estate, you know, if you actually practice real estate and do all of the activities, you will be giving yourself the best chance of success. Yeah. And that's what we focus on and with, you know, on my team is just doing all of the activities. Uh, there are a few teachers on my team. Uh, the prime, uh, you know, as I, you know, I'm all about stats and everything else like that, but my biggest producers are all in their thirties. Mm. And some of them don't do a lick of phone calls. You know, they really? all, everything is from referral. Everything okay. is from their Facebook. Why? Because all of their friends are buying and selling. The but as long as they put at themselves out on there, again, are you a real estate agent or a secret agent? Yeah. So if you're a real, you know, if you're a real estate agent, you know, you, you're promoting yourself and doing a lot of the things that you're doing. Um, so that 30 to 40, 30 to 40, uh, you know, thing, and, and then their friends' parents are also maybe selling or buying. Retiring so so they're just practicing, you know, their referral base, their sphere, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. But others who are starting like yourself should practice the whole menu. Doing everything. Yeah. yeah. Consistency. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I was something I was going to say was I feel like personally what I'm seeing with the market after COVID or right now where we're at, um, a lot of the agents who focus on listings are still crushing it and doing very well because there was not much inventory on the market. Right. And properties were selling for above market value, a lot of buyers. I'm seeing tons of bidding. I don't know if you're seeing right. your team. Tons of bidding war scenarios. Right. Now, um, you can imagine as a buyer's agent, uh, you're going around with a buyer and you're missing, you know, you know you've missed six in a row. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, you're not using the correct uh, strategies that you would be learning on my team because most of my agents are winning their, uh, you know, their, their uh, bidding wars. Yeah. Uh, but at, at, but at the same time, uh, it, even, even the great one on my level, okay, when you start missing three or four of them, they're going to give you up and go right straight to the listing agent which again is the reason why you want to be listing based because yeah. now what we are experiencing right now, not going to last, but it's okay. It's just a, maybe a couple more weeks. It might be a month or two. I don't know. And, and there are certain pockets that there's plenty of inventory. Yeah. Like today I went on a listing appointment and the gentleman happened to be right around the 499 area in, in, in Jackson. Okay. Okay. There's 31 properties on the market between 475 and five and a quarter. Yeah. So it's not as if there's going to be bidding wars going on in Jackson between 475 and five and a quarter. Right. I mean, uh, you know, you can't tell the person, oh yeah, you'll be sold in three days. Yeah. But you know, if you're going into freehold and uh, uh, you're listing something at 599 and there's only two listings, you can base, mm. you can bet your bottom dollar you'll be, you know, you know that that it's that it's going to go, you know, it's going to go quick. Yeah. Uh, and then on the listing side, uh, you have to use your get, you know, your experience. Because if you list it right in line, and now it becomes a bidding war, uh, well, yeah, great. You know, you listed something 419, and you, you know, some nut from New York uh, offered 450, and and temporarily, your client is very happy with you. Mm. Uh, if you did not you exercise your uh, experience skills, and forced everyone who who the minute that they went over 419 that you waiving the appraisal, right, right, right. Um, your client's not going to be too happy when he finds out because the bank's not going to approve that. Yeah. Okay. So the the the, the bottom line is when it it gets re it gets uh, 
the map, the value comes in. It gets praised. I'm sorry, at 415. Yeah. And you're at 415 in contract. Your client's not going to be too happy. You're in trouble. That's two weeks. Well, it's two weeks before the closing, and he's already packed up. And now there's an F in front of Mike's name instead of a G. You know. Yeah. And that's it. And that's the truth. So that's why that's the difference right now. In in, you know, being on my team, we we go over all the strategies. I'm involved in almost almost every bidding war that's going on. You know, on the buy side, and just giving people advice because you also have to give advice about what price to go up to. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because uh, you know, a lot of us are using now escalation clauses, but again, with a limit. And if you don't get it, you don't get it. Good, it's good miss. Let somebody else get it. Because remember, that's how we got in trouble in two thousand seven and eight. Yeah, you know, people paid for ridiculous prices, and you know. Yeah, that's true. We don't we don't want to see another crash. Yeah, well, <laughs> we it's not avoid. a matter of that. It's it, we were headed to a correction, but now, you know, with three percent mortgages, it's 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 very affordable. You could buy a place. Yeah, you know, you know. Yeah. So the thing about it is just that. So those, so you understand what's going on, and oh, yeah. and also uh, psychologically, because of the COVID. Yeah, people were you know locked in their house for, for two to four weeks, mm. and they're going like you know I gotta get the f out of here. Yeah, you know, and they go like uh, so you understand it, but it's been happening at all price ranges. I mean, two million, know. you know, people from New York and stuff like that. So it's been it's been listen, it's it's uh, it's been a. Um, a very positive surprise that I did not expect. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so uh, also from the COVID, I used that as an excuse to uh, really pare down the rest of my expenses. Because the ad, at, at the end of the day, we're running a business for profit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, very few agents are running a profit. Mm. Okay. That's true. Okay, so especially you know, when you're paying ten thousand for Zillow leads. Oh, I know. <laughs> if you're paying anything, you know, well, it's expensive. You're running a business, so you tell me what business that you're that, that could be run on a shoestring. You know, I mean, you can't afford. Uh, you can't run a dry cleaning business. You can't run a restaurant. You can't run. You need capital, and you need to. Sometimes you need to spend. If you, even if you own a restaurant, you got to get the word out to get people in the door. Yeah. You know, you can't just because you have a chef. You know that that has great food. Yeah, the word gets around, but you still need to get the word out there. You got to get billboards. You got to do this. You got to do that. You know, it's yeah. Be, you know, so. You know. Yeah. Right. All right. Now I'm gonna I'm take ready. it back real quick. I'm ready. I want to ask you about your past and like what you were doing before real estate. Your background. Do you have a background in business? Do you have, you know, wh- where were you working before real estate? And then how did you kind of transition into it? Well, it's all. It's all about fate. You know, that, that's what I always say. That's and that's one of the reasons why I'm very successful because I'm not really a salesperson. Even when I meet someone. You know, I let them know about fate and and uh, keeping your head up and always look at, looking up. So uh, my career, uh, even going back to when I graduated college, uh, you know, which was uh, <clears throat> 1977, um, but I already has been working on Wall Street from 1974. Okay. So I was working on Wall Street as a trader and and um, uh, you know proprietary trader. Went out to Chicago for two years, traded on the floor. You know, if oh, you wow. remember that movie, Trading Places. You remember yeah. that movie, Trading yeah. Places? That was me. You know, jumping up and down. You know, uh, I was like, like, I was like your brother. Okay. Uh, I had the hair parted on one side, and then by the end of the day, it was it was parted on the other side. It was a mess. Yeah, it was a mess. <laughs> yeah, it was a mess because you're jumping up and down and yelling. It was exciting, but it didn't make yeah. any money. But I mean, it, you know, what do you do? What do you know what to do at 22 or 23? Just figuring you know? it out. So you're figuring. Well, I didn't really. I wasn't really studying the strategy. Okay. See, that's one of the things that I would just encourage you. It's it's the strategy of what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Understand that, and execute. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. execute, implement and execute. Yeah. So the thing about because you have it, you know, you just got to be patient, <laughs> yeah. you know, and 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 persistent and, and consistent. That's it. Mm-hmm. And you're consistent. So um, I worked at a couple of different Wall Street companies, uh, went to Chicago, came back home to New York, 
uh, worked at a few different things. And then back in 1990, uh, I started my own trading company. Wow. had my own hedge fund and everything else like that, yeah. Okay, so, I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah, I was wow. trading for my own account. And then uh, in 2000, uh, they changed to decimals, okay. to pennies. Okay. And so trading for your own account, you know, it's like it's like your commission rate is 2.5%. Right. And all of a sudden now it became a quarter percent. Okay. Mm. Ouch. Not good. Well, <laughs> not, good. not easy to make money. Yeah. Not easy to make money. And then the business changed. So there might be more investment. And even now it's all computer run and everything else like that with big, you know, big supercomputers. So when it, uh, like fate, what I mentioned about fate at the same time, I had a friend of mine, because uh, I coached for 20 years in home deals, you know, youth sports, Pop Warner, basketball, everything else like okay. that. So uh, Larry Vecchio, the owner of Better Homes, Mm. Uh, was uh, always, you know, he, he was impressed with how I coached his son. And he always, oh, come work for me, you know, I run all these offices, I'm opening offices like crazy and everything else like that. So I finally took the leap back in 2004. Okay. And um, I said, but I still want to trade, you know, still, but, uh, but but as soon as I liked it, you know, as soon as I got in it, you know, I, I liked it. I, yeah. I was working, um, you know, helping him uh, build the lead generation and everything else like that. And I finally got my license in 2005. And, and, um, uh, then I went to work for uh, the, how I really got my name. Okay, was that uh, you know the market was already starting to peak out, mm. and uh, no one really wanted to spend forty, fifty thousand dollars on commissions. Right. So, it had it got Larry Vecchio. He was actually he was actually you know he's a, one of those visionaries, and he says you know we got to start offering flat fee as just as an alternative mm. to the five percent. Hmm. So someone would pay, you know, an owner who didn't want, you know, would pay $500 up front. Even back then, there was no showing time. There's none of that stuff. You know, the, all the owners were, were, were making their own appointments. Right, you know, All right. the calls were going to you. Call the owner for the appointment. Every showing was call the owner. It wasn't call the agent. It was call the owner yeah. for the appointment. I can't so, imagine that. You know, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. So, uh, and this is 2005. It's not too long ago. 2006, 7, 8. I mean, showing time didn't really show. I, I me, me. Me, I'm the one, the first one to use showing time in the whole county. Really? Okay, yeah, I was the first one. But back then wow. there was another service and they went out of business, but I was already using showing time. And they go like, why are you using showing time? I said, listen, it's, you know, it, it was, it was uh, affordable. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I was like the pioneer. But anyway, so um, Larry was a visionary. He goes like, flat, we had to offer flat fee product. Well, anyway, I ended up leaving. And then I went to work at... Uh, Real Mud Realty. That was really my first real job, you okay. know, as a broker, as is a uh, as an agent, is to uh, work at uh, Real Mud Realty. Okay. <clears throat> and Gary Ragusa, the owner at the time, he did sell it. Um, I said I want to go. You know, he he was just uh, getting orders from for, for sale by owner.com and fizzbo.com, uh, and that was his business. Yeah. He was basically going to work, uh, and it was genius. It was genius, and while it lasted, I mean, he basically just showed up at his office. And looked at his computer, and every time some for sale by owner clicked that button that said flat fee MLS, you know, he had another four or five hundred dollars in his pocket, you know. Yeah. And if wow. he did three or four of those a day, yeah, risk free, all he did was posting, right? And yeah. then he gave it to somebody who was paying, you know, ten, fifteen dollars an hour to post the listing. It was up and running. Don't bother Easy. me. Just let me know when you, you have a contract. So literally, it was a cash machine. Mm. Literally, a cash machine, right? Um, so I, I went to work, I, I proposed to him when I got my license, I said, uh, you know, I'd love to sell flat fee. Yeah. He goes, John, just go knock your socks out. You know, yeah. I says out of every $500, give me 50, you know, you keep 450 and that was it. 
So now I had a way of, of, uh, of uh, going to a massive amount of owners, mm-hmm. advertise, and if I had three or four of these coming in a week, you know, now I had, a, you know, 1,500 or 2,000 cash coming in. Not cash, but I mean money coming in yeah. so I can make my mortgage payment. I could do this. And then what happened? Real Estate 101. Mm-hmm. All the listings go in your name. Who do you think calls? The buyers. Call yep. the listing agent. Yeah. So, and if you're a good salesperson, and which I am, well, listen, if you don't buy this, I can sell you something else. Exactly. Or yeah. I do know something else. That, of course. You know, and that's what they, and it's kind of hard now to be a buyer's agent, but that's just temporarily. But, you know, again, you, you got to know. Yeah. You know, well, you're looking at this section of Tom's River. How about, you know, over there in Brick or how about over there in, 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 in uh, another section of Ocean County? So you got to know your stuff. You got to know your inventory. That's very, very important. Um, so that's it. That's how we got my start. And then, wow. and then uh, within six months, I had 130 listings of my name, 130. Oh my I mean, I remember going on vacation and, and I, I looked at it, it was 131 listings. And, uh, I, and, and then right as soon as I got back, Adele DeMora called, you know, actually the, the, the team leader called and then she put me in touch with Adele and they said, you gotta come inside the tent. Yeah, they <laughs> you brought know? you in at Keller Williams? Yeah, and then they brought me in at Keller Williams because I'm like kind of a guaranteed capper. And um, even though back then I remember telling her, I goes, yeah, I know everything out here is about real estate. I mean, I had no license for a year. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? I mean, I, I said, yeah, I know everything from real estate, you know. Yeah. And not, you know, I knew Keller Williams, but I, you know, it just, uh, but right away it was all about the money because they were paying the most amount. Uh, them and Remax is really the two models, and now you get EXP, I guess. But the thing about it is those are the models that will pay. Uh, uh, where you keep the most amount of your commissions. Right, right. Not knowing really all about the team and the business and everything else like that. Right. So. Well, that must have been crazy. It must have been very easy to lock those listings down because I know how difficult a for sale by owner is when it comes to commission and wanting to cut commission as much as possible. So flat fee must have been a dream. I yeah, well, imagine. because it was, yeah, I became like the anti-realtor. So I was, you know, like, you don't need to pay 5%. Let's throw me $500 up front, yeah. save 20000 and you offer the buyer's agent commission, and you can still sell it on your own. You know, now, back then, I was actually still doing, you know, it was almost my version of full service. I would offer them full, you know, like, I, then I would cherry pick the, the best, op- I did open house every Sunday, Yeah. you know, but I cherry picked the best ones I wanted to do, yeah. you know, yeah. because, and I didn't have that a team. I mean, I was, I was my own. That was a one-man army. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. You That's know. awesome. It was crazy. Was there any reason you got involved in the business? Any interest prior to real estate or? No, I fell into it because I had, I had Larry Vecchio was a very good friend, and then okay. he kept bugging me to go out coming into real estate. And then I, you know, was looking for an alternative to, and it's not easy. Listen, I had to recreate myself at 50. Yeah. You know, I'm 65 now, so, it's, you know, it's just not, it wasn't easy. But the thing is just that if you're a people person and you have the skills, obviously, you know, I'm sorry, I, you know, not that I feel bad. I wish I got into it when I was your age. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, you know, be a trillionaire. But the yeah. thing is, but again, that's not how life is. It all happens life for is, a Life is keeping your head up and, and uh, keeping your head up and, and just, uh, you know, looking for opportunities. Same way we even went as you're a realtor. You know, you could keep your hand in your computer or you could, mm-hmm. you know, do an open house and look for every single person that's Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. It's all natural. It just happened naturally. Right. Yeah. Good right. question so far. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you're ready. Um, I wanted to ask you if you remember your first transaction. Absolutely. All right, I hear about that. I do, I do remember the first transaction. Because um, it was actually was, I think, a condo in uh, Strickland Farms. 
and I had, it was a client that, I, someone who already knew me, so it was kind of like a referral, but I had no idea, you know, how to fill out the contract. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. Uh, you know, we had to handwrite it back then, and then you had to bring it to the client to sign, it was, everything was hand, every, yeah. and it's, you know, by 2006, you know, it was like, everything was by hand. So, um, so uh, the agent who was on the other side, she was an old, uh, older Remax Central agent, and, uh, you know, I think the listing, the asking price might have been two nine eighty nine, and I think we started at two eighty, and then she ripped me for like offering something so low, and I go like, ma'am, I mean, I don't, you know, like I had no idea what I was even doing, so yeah. I almost, I almost said, I'm sorry, you know, stuff like that. But we ended up having a deal, and then to go through the process and everything else like that. But yeah, I yeah. remember. And then my second one, uh, the guy, the family, he ended up being a, he ended up being a realtor. He ended up getting his real estate license, like. Oh, eight awesome. years later and then uh, was on my team and now he's doing his own thing you know he got out of real estate though yeah very cool yeah so you meet a lot of interesting people you know? oh yeah i know i met some real characters yeah yeah, some yeah crazy you just people. started you just started i know i'm yeah. just starting and I, I already met too many characters yeah. for me to handle yeah you have to write a book other than your podcast you should write a book you, i mean it's a crazy story like you know your background but like even how quickly you came up in the real estate game you know yeah. you've only been what, 15 years yeah 15 yeah. years, I mean, it's, it's well, a Well, I was selling story. like crazy. I was platinum the first year. But my point is you have to have talent and you, you have to understand the strategy. And and, and not, it's not for everybody. Yeah. I mean, not everybody's a people person. Not everybody's, <clears throat> a, you know, a go-getter. Yeah. And it's not, you know, if it was easy, nine, 19 million people would be doing it. It's yeah, not. that's true. I, I always talk to my friends. I'm always like, it's so easy. You have to get involved. But, you know, it might be easy for me, but everybody's different, like you're saying. Right. And, you know, some people might, it might not be their, their thing. Right. But... All right, we're going to go to a quick ad break, and then we'll be right back with the rest of the episode. Love that. This episode is also sponsored by Josh Blair with Family First Funding. Buying a home should be one of life's greatest moments. Creating a happy customer is not just an idea. It's a tangible result that Josh strives to achieve on every single transaction. Josh's biggest passion and drive today is still the same, helping others achieve their personal goals and dreams. At Family First Funding, their mission is to set high standards in the mortgage industry, and they are committed to quality customer service, putting the people they serve first. Take advantage of their expertise in the residential lending industry by calling Josh Blair today. You will find that the skill, professionalism, and consideration they give to each of their clients is what will make getting your loan a successful endeavor. You can reach Josh personally anytime at 732 904 7856. Again, his number is 732 904 7856. And I can testify personally, I work with Josh on many deals. He is my preferred lender and he does an amazing job. His team is available around the clock 24 seven. I call and text him anytime. So if you're a realtor looking to work with a new lender who's gonna be reliable, answer your calls and be on top of your deals, he's the guy to go to. And last but not least, we have Goldfinch Title. Goldfinch Title is backed by Trident Abstract out of Wall Township. A leader in the industry, Trident has been in business since 1976. At Goldfinch, they have specialized teams ready to respond with solutions tailored to your needs, whatever they may be. This ensures that you receive maximum responsiveness, cost effectiveness, and efficiency. In partnership with their growing networks of offices around the globe, they have the flexibility to service national and multinational customers. Communication is key, and from the moment your offer is accepted, Goldfinch representatives will walk you through every step of the process. 
I can personally vet for them as well. I've worked with them on many deals. They work with my preferred attorney and I've had nothing but a pleasure working with them and every transaction that's in their hands has gone extremely smooth. Goldfinch has been vetted by most major banks and lenders. They offer full settlement services, making the process with them simple and completely cohesive. So if you're interested in working with them, call 732-547-2242 for a quote today or to learn more about their services. Again, the number is 732-547-2242. All right, we are back with John Natale. So far, so good for the first episode. You're enjoying yourself? Um, Excellent. Uh, very good. Your questions are awesome, and it's uh, very entertaining. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, of course. Thanks for coming. Um, so I wanted to ask you, you were in business during 2007 when the market crashed. So what was the atmosphere like? What was your experience with that? Um, so what I what I really remember, and that's, that's the um, always the concern about what's going on right now, you yeah. know, is actually there were obviously more sellers than there were buyers. Hmm. And the there were a lot of people that were locked in at a lot, a lot high price, and then the prices were starting to soften. Right. And then it started to snowball. Hmm. Uh, it started to snowball to the point where then a, a lot of people, there was the haves and have nots. What I mean by that, the haves are people that still had equity and the have-nots are the people that were now upside down. Mm. They were upside down. And that became a very uh, important part of that scenario, mm. uh, especially down like down here in Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Jackson, a lot of people got in uh, you know, from New York because they couldn't find anything. You know, it was just like a natural progression. They couldn't find anything in Marlboro, Manalpin, <laughs> tried in Freehold, tried maybe a little bit in Howell, but then all of a sudden, lo and behold, it's like, Kind of like almost like how I found my first house when I moved 37 years ago. Came from Brooklyn to, to uh, Homedale. Uh, but I wasn't looking at Homedale. I was like down here in Middletown looking at nine weeks in a row. Hmm. And the next thing you know, uh, my agent at the time said, you know, I got this one last thing. Well, I got this one last thing to show you. It's new construction in Homedale. was way above my budget. I mean, I was in like in the 250 budget, two, maybe 275. And she just it's 315. But like every house I've ever sold i've never sold a house you know i have over three thousand sales i've never sold a house right. property sells itself but you need to you know mm -hmm. you need to you know recognize motivation you know right. the wife never lies okay i mean the white the shirt starts going like this and then you know then they go mike we got to get this yeah. or mike we got you know or when you're working with owners you know with the offers well obviously everybody likes for asking but sometimes you have to have those difficult conversations yeah where it isn't a time to go yeah. Three people have stopped at 1.8 million, you know, yeah. or 1.85 million or, or 730,000. I would love to get you a million, but the market spoke it. Yeah. Is it time to, wouldn't you agree it's time to go? Yeah. Uh, and then at the end of the day, that's, it is what it is. But uh, so the question again, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, the crash. Oh, the crash. How so the thing was that you had to have those difficult uh, uh, conversations with owners. Um, again, it's not easy when you're walking in and you're going on a for sale by owner appointment and you don't know it yet. Hmm. But, you know, it's a 575, you know, well, he's asking 575, but the real price is like 480. Hmm. That's tough. Yeah. How do you, well, how are you going to get that listing? Yeah. Yeah. So 
you know, those conversations are not easy. And, and again, when you're in a competitive uh, thing. So, again, you see the market swings back and forth all the time, you know, with, with opportunities. Like right now, you can't even bother with a for sale by owner because they're all selling. I mean, if, if it's a decent product, off. if it's a decent product, you know, if, you know, they're, if they price it in line, they're, they're, they don't need your services, certainly. Yeah. You know, so right now it would be expires if you can find any expires, you know, stuff like that. Cause they, you know, a lot of them and you cannot assume, okay. Mm-hmm. You cannot assume that, uh, people know what's going on in the market. Mm-hmm. They're watching CNN. Yeah, they're probably watching this and going like coronavirus. Da, 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 da. I don't want to go outside my house. And the, no, they're literally running to Whole Foods with the masked up and gloved up, and they're running home. And there's some people don't you know haven't even been out. Yeah. Don't even be anything, much less you want to be able to tell them, ma'am, uh, your house is up five or eight percent in the last three weeks. You know, or or is up five percent in the last two months or something yeah. like that, right? Or and this is a short term little blip. So you you know so now it's swinging. To expires. Mm. Yeah. Again, if you can find any, you know, or if you can, you know, but that's why you have to have a database. Yeah. Database of, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, and then there's home value leads. You know, there's different sources of leads and stuff like that. Uh, but again, that goes back to practicing real estate, you know, right. because you host an open house, all of a sudden, you know, yeah, I'm not working with anybody. Well, you have a property sale. Yeah, we do. Oh yeah, <laughs> great. Now there's you. There you have a chance to be interviewed. Hmm. You got three minutes. So hopefully, again, today we're a little more casual, yeah. but you know, you have your jacket on, you yeah. know, you look professional. People are gonna do business with you. If they like you, know you, believe you, and trust you. Yeah. Got a hard job. Gotta do that in 90 seconds or less. Yeah, authenticity is yeah, key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you come off that way, you know, but then, then you, you know, and again, it's sometimes it's easier to have a baby than it is to, to, to buy or sell a house. So now you got through, and then reality gets in, which is why I spoke to you a long time ago. <laughs> right? <laughs> reality comes in. And, you know, yes, you know, somebody who has a condo in Raintree or something like that, yeah, of course they'll list with you. Yeah. But, you know, at some point you want to graduate to the big boys. You know? That's true. Because, you know, and I don't mean the million or plus, you know, then you go six or seven, you know, because those commissions are really nice, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. And you go eight and nine. And then if you have the, the luck to, to, to convince somebody at 1.2 million or 1.5 million, you know, those commissions are really, really nice. Nice paycheck, you yeah. Know, those are really nice. Yeah. So, I mean, I just closed uh, both sides of a, uh, both sides of a sale on Friday uh, yeah. in Colstein, 1.85 you know, million. That was nice. a nice year. Congrats. Yeah, so the thing is, but at the same time, again, that's gone. You know, I mean, right. you don't rest on your laurels, you don't spend it, it's gone. Now we go keep going. Keep going for more business. Keep yeah. Well, I'm at my point in my career, that's, you know, there's more, uh, there's more yesterdays than there are tomorrows. Yeah. So the, the, you know, you have 50 years left, so you can afford to make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, that's true. You know, I don't want to. You know, wanna... I have to be precise, and I mean precise, like an assassin on everything mm-hmm. I'm doing. You yeah. Know? Bouncing off that, how did you get involved with like luxury? Because you focus a lot in Homedale and Coltsnet, correct? Well, I live in Homedale, so that was kind of a, a no thing. A lot of a lot of the buyer leads when I signed up for some of those websites, uh, I focused again. When you first start your career, and I got it, you know, you go wherever the money is. That's true. Okay? Yeah. Pick up the phone. I like to see these three houses in Bridgewater. I'm up 287. Right. You know? Uh, And I was doing flat feet. Yeah. Trust me. The word got out, and the the people called me. Yeah, I'd like to list my house in Bridgewater. 1.4 million for 500 bucks. I'm going like, Jesus. But again, (laughs) but I got my my name out there. You got your name. Right? I got got my name out there. 
15 years ago, still yeah. to this day, the top realtor, the top team of Keller Williams team up in up in Bridgewater. I was showing houses about last year. I mean, last week, and she goes, "Oh, John, nice to see you." you, know? you. Yeah, she remembered me. Oh, yeah, she remembered me. Because yeah. um, I've I've been up there a couple of times, you know, over over the years. But again, I would never concentrate up there. But again, if somebody's going, you know, I got a buyer now. People in Freehold, they're upgrading to to, to there, uh, one million, one point one million. So it's worth me, say, you know, to go up there, you know. For twenty five thousand, twenty eight thousand dollar commission, right? Would you go up there? I would, yeah, right? I'd run okay. there. <laughs> so my point is that when you first start out, you know, you you, you go anywhere. Yeah. You yeah. know. However, that's really not the most efficient way. The most efficient way is to focus like you live in Jackson. Yeah. Right. So well, now now Red Bank. Actually. Red Bank. Yeah. I just, oh, I just oh. moved. Okay. But wherever you wherever you basically but, are hanging out or focus your business, yeah. you focus Marlboro, Manalp, and Freehold. Yeah. Then you go to Howell. Then you go a little, maybe a little Jackson if you want to go south, but if you want to go north, then you go to you know, you go to you know, go to Coltsnack or something like that. And again, you, when you're young and in the office, you always ask, you know, who if you don't have a listing, you go in the office and you go, you know, who 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 can I volunteer? You put it up on the board. Uh, you know, Sometimes, you know, or if you really know, you can actually like Matt Merritt. He's, you know, you go to the top listing brokers and you go to their inventory yeah. and you go and, and you, be, you know, you have a little bit of nerve, you know, and, and you know, and, and you go and, and yeah. you ask, you know, hey, I'd like to find you. But you ask on a Monday or a Tuesday. Don't mm -hmm. ask on Friday. Right. You know, ask on a Monday or a Tuesday. Hey, can I volunteer to, to, you know, to host your three point, you know, your, your thing. And then you, you host an open house and you might meet somebody. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah, you gotta be hungry for yeah, it. Yeah, that's what works. So you can't either. Oh yeah, I want to be a luxury broker. You all, know, you know. Yeah, we all do. But the <laughs> thing about it, but you have to also have yeah. credibility. You have to have a track record. Yeah. And that's you know, once you have the track record, then you have credibility. Yeah. So it goes hand in hand. It does. It's true. But that and that. But that's why you want to start sometimes on a team that does that because this way you have exposure to that right away. How was building your track record? Do you think it was more of like a a slow climb or like a fast climb? Well, because flat, of the flat fee, I, flat I, fee. it was a rocket. Yeah. Because I had 130 listings, and then I had 100. You know, the first year I had 100 and something transactions. 150. Yeah, <laughs> it was sick. That's it was insane. Sick. Yeah. So I mean, you know, and then I just kept running. You know, that's it. You know, I mean, it just kept running. Now, uh, forming a team. I don't know. Was that part of the question? I don't want to no, go, let's keep, keep going. going. No, but I mean, forming a team. Everybody wants a team. Yeah. You know, everybody wants a business, but really, there's nothing like the Keller Williams model. You mm -hmm. know, uh, where you can, where again, it's the philosophy and the. Uh, your business acumen, right? You can have, everybody wants their name, yeah. okay? Do I want to have the Natalie agency? Absolutely, but do I want to be, you know, where else can Probably you go? Overhead. Where else can you go where you have your business underneath the banner, the broker, you pay the, you know, the split, the small fee, right? right. And then the business, you run the rest of the business for yourself. Once you can. Now, everyone has a different structure. Right, some people buy a whole bunch of leads and then they give them out like you know, like card like with cards, right? And you know, hey Mike, you want one of these? It's fifty fifty. Okay, great. And you look at the start, you go and like I just thought, you know, I don't care. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm just I just want to get a paycheck. That's it. Right. You know, and uh, so that that that's a business plan. Mine is more mentoring and coaching. Yeah. I do have leads coming in, but but more listing leads, or seller leads, and stuff like that. We learned, we really uh, work more with uh, coaching and mentoring and talking about, uh, you know, what do we say to people? Yeah. I think that that's the biggest thing for my success is, is how I uh, really worked it as a craft for over the last five or six years to be really be uh, precise with my language of real estate. Yeah. How I'm talking to people, the tone, um, because I'm a maniac just like you. you the know? psychology behind you it. You know, I'm a control freak just like you, you know, and, and but I, always, I already know. You know, you're a seller. 
here's the inspection list. I know you're not fixing anything. I know I got it. <laughs> I, I know I don't. But yet, when I first started, and I would go, hey, Bob, you know, we got a couple of things to fix, and now there's a $32,000 commission on this list, mm -hmm. right? I'll put this back. <laughs> but my, my point is a $32,000 uh, commission on that, and he, and, he, and he started in an end, which is 99.99% of all sellers. Oh, yeah, I'm going to fix everything. I'm not fixing anything. Mm. I would literally come over the table, you know. Now we have an adversarial relationship because he would tell me, well, are you my agent or are you, are you just looking for the commission? Right. So, yeah, I had to learn a lot, you know. I had to learn, you know, yeah. to really calm down and be patient, you know, stuff like that. Right. And the things that I don't control, you know, just breathe. It's not yeah. easy because there's a lot of money involved. Yeah. You know, even on both sides of that, you know, Colts neck, you know, that I, I don't think it was ever shaky, mm -hmm. but we still had to go through the home inspection. And again, you know, you're going like, oh, Mr. Home Inspector, don't find anything. Right. Please, you know, but then he found a couple of things and then I'm going like, well, I hope he fixes them. I hope it's not that bad, you know. <laughs> I mean, it, because, I mean, it, it's, it's happened, you know. I mean, um, you know, when you have motivated people, then, you know, motivated buyer and a motivated seller, it, it, it just, there always becomes a fair solution. Yeah. Yeah. And then you wait to the absolute last minute before it collapses, before you have to throw your, some of your commission back. Yeah. You know, because the most important thing is the old, the old strategy, in the, the old, well, it's eternal. Okay? Yeah. You know, it's universal. 12,000 is better than no thousand. Yeah. Okay, so you may have an $18,000 commission, but if you had to give back 6,000, you know, nobody wants to. And literally, mm -hmm. literally, I wait until the very, very, very end. It's about, like, he sent in the termination letter, hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Let me see if I could, you know, let me talk to Try the seller, to let me talk to the buyer. That's what the business me, is. It's all know. putting out fires, basically. At the end, you yeah. know, but you you don't give, you don't offer the commission early on, never until the very, Last and I mean resort. the very, very, and it's about to collapse. Ooh, you know, oh, it's not easy. I mean, you time. know, I mean, it's not easy. Sometimes you have a buyer and a seller, you know, you, it happens all the time, you know, but you don't try to, you know, because if you give it up early and then you say, for example, like uh, you're doing, you're negotiating a contract, although there's no negotiations anymore, right? But I mean, they're saying you're negotiating a contract mm -hmm. and they're literally th like 3,000 apart and you're going like, oh my God, and they, they're both stuck, they're both stuck, yeah. you know, in the mud. Yeah. And then you talk to the other agent, all right, if you give a half percent, we'll do, how about we both do it for 2%? Mm -hmm. That's great. So, but if you do it at that point, what happens if you need it for the now you need now you have inspections and now there's problem with inspections. Oh my! I already gave yeah, yeah. you know fifteen hundred. Now I got to give another fifteen hundred. Now you're doing the deal for one percent and you're going like, you know, right? I really needed it? the money. Yeah. I learned a long, long time ago. Even in foreclosure, hmm. even in foreclosure, the sellers got more money than me. So don't give up your commission until the very, very end, and only if. Twelve thousand is better than no thousand. Three thousand is better than no thousand. Mm. If you go with that philosophy again, it's not whipping it at the beginning of the trend. It's waiting until the very bitter end. It's not easy. There's an art to that, you know, because yeah. otherwise. And the other thing too is, as an agent, you must get involved in the transaction. Yeah, I see too many young people hands off. They don't know what's going on. Well, they let just let the attorney do it. Yeah, no. Okay, and if you're using a really really good attorney, he's going to be really busy. Yeah. Okay. And he's just, it's not that, you know, some of the ones that I use, I don't want, I don't know if we want to talk about names, but, but I'm just saying, well, the better one. No, because then the people, it's yeah. universal. Yeah. So the thing about it, the ones that I use, 
Uh, they're very, very good. Yeah. But they're very big in demand, and they don't really, you know, they're very good attorneys. Very, very good attorneys. They actually read stuff, in the, stuff that I, you know, that I miss. Yeah. But at the same time, they're not going to make decisions, right. you know, for it. And a lot of times, you're just pushing emails through, through uh, back and forth. Yeah. So you have to be involved in the transaction because if you're not, you're just going to be doomed to get opening your email, going like. Wow, it got terminated, and and your client didn't even tell you. That's I mean, he actually spoke to his attorney, yeah. you know, stuff like that. And then you're calling him, going like, "Why'd you terminate?" But meanwhile, again, he'll ghost you and everything else. You, like sh that. you should know that before the client knows, almost. If you're in communication with the yeah, attorney, yeah, you should know. You should know. You should know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happened to me many yeah. times. Yeah, now it happens. That's one of the biggest, I think, takeaways that I've learned so far in my career is that you really, as the agent, have to stay on top of every single party in order to make sure everything runs smooth. Right, yeah, that's no, and that's, a, that's being a good businessman, yeah. you know, because again, it's not because of, okay, if you rob Dukansky and you got 1,200 transactions, but he's got four, four transaction people, but stuff falls through the cracks over there. It must, it has okay. to, it's impossible. That's all right, he's got seven million coming in, it's all right, you know, but, yeah. the thing, but the thing is just that, you know, and even if you have a lot of, uh, uh, you know, I don't let anything fall through the cracks. Yeah. Because yeah. that one busted deal is not coming back. Right, right. You know, I think that's the biggest thing that I learned about, you know, about the COVID is that, you know, I mentally I go like, all right, just want one deal a month, one. I can survive on one month. Mm. You know, not, my expenses are really low, yeah. really low. I chopped them even further. And again, I've have, you know, I've done really well. So I, you know, it's not going to be the end of the You're world if, I, if, if six months, we, you know, we were shut down in real estate. I wouldn't like it. Mm. But I also know that when we got shut down in Sandy for two months, that all of a sudden everybody, and it's almost the same thing that's happening now. <laughs> Back then, everybody was at the water, so get me the F out of the water and get me to Freehold, get me to Marlboro, get me. We couldn't sell right. things fast enough. Right, right. I mean, in 2013, uh, 2013, we couldn't sell things fast enough. That was my biggest year in Keller Williams. Wow. You know, up until that point. And then. Um, that makes a lot of sense. I don't know where some of these questions are, but the rest of them. But when I finally leveraged, when I finally learned to, to really execute the millionaire agent book. Yeah. See, I don't care who you, who, what kind of coach you are, how big of a team you are. Hmm. You and you, obviously, I'm the LeBron James, I'm the Michael Jordan of, of the of the team. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I the rainmaker. Uh, yeah, I'm the rainmaker on my team. I mean, uh, you know, we do a significant. I think last, uh, well, I'm talking numbers, but I I did fifty percent of whatever the team did. You know? Awesome. That's so awesome. So I think we did. You know. Two point something million, two point one million in commissions and stuff like that. Wow. Um, so I did fifty percent, you know, and then the team did fifty percent. But I have a lot of people. But a lot, of, you know, a lot of people still starting. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of people, but at the same time, uh, I'm not even as the coach. You're not as good as you are unless you have the horses. Yeah. Phil Jackson would be an ordinary Joe. If he didn't coach Michael Jordan and Kobe Drum, <laughs> Kobe Bryant, right. right? I mean, think of how many you know basketball coaches there are. There's some really good ones. Yeah. But if they didn't have, you know, Phil Jackson didn't have. So my point is, like, if I didn't have the Mike Greco's, you know, I had you know some some really outstanding uh, you know realtors on my team, and I still do. I mean, the ones that are really you know they're horses. Yeah. You yeah. know, so they're you know they're big producers and they're you know, but they're learning their craft, and that's why they stay on the team. Yeah. Is to learn. And you know that's my job as their coach and their mentor is to is first of all to lead by example. You have to be a leader, uh, and you lead by example. You know about you know your transactions, how we do business, and everything else like that. So, yeah. Pat, I don't, yeah. Keep on with the question. Well, I was going to ask you, talking before right. about you know dealing with clients and having to you know stay on top of clients and you know situations of commission. 
was gonna ask you, have you had any crazy client experiences that you can talk about? Like any, any uh, craziness? I had, well, I had 20, it happens every day, you know, and stuff like that. You know, I think that that's probably one of the, you know, rather than really telling stories, which we always could, you know, that's like for a million dollar listing and stuff like that. I just think that it's actually, uh, I don't you, pull you it a, a job. Show? Yeah. You're doing a TV show soon? Yeah. Well, I was actually interviewed, but I oh. was actually boring. Let's talk was, about that. <laughs> yeah, no, well, no, HGTV wanted, you know, they would, have, oh, this is like 10 years ago, eight years ago, they were interviewing me you okay. know, at the time. But I, I wasn't controversial enough. Oh, really? You know, if you really look at the story, you know, yeah, if you really look at it, some drama. or if you watch even the, what's the, the new one that's on uh, Bravo that's selling Sunset. That's Netflix, they, yeah. Yeah, they, on Netflix. They, they only want, what's the name? They only want, they want, they want the, drama. They want all the women fighting. Yeah, they they want, want, like, they, well, they want everybody fighting, yeah, you know, stuff yeah. like that. They don't want, you know, they don't want to see interesting things or what do you have to do behind the scenes and negotiating. Yeah. Kind of boring, you know. I mean, I mean, it's all right once in a while, but, you know, people yeah. don't want to see that. Um, but I think that, that I call it really a profession. I don't call it a job. I call it a profession. And I just think that it's very, very fascinating. It's very interesting because you get to meet all different kinds of people. Mm. And if really you're a strategy person and you're, you know, <laughs> you want the challenge, you know, you just want to meet people and you go, you want to know, you know, how am I going to make this grumpy, you know, how am I going to make this grumpy owner mm. smile? Yeah. How am I going to get through? You know, how am I, you know, this guy's been on the market for seven years. Okay. Yeah. How am I going to finally be the one, you yeah. know? Yeah. And um, that's the part that I really take pride in because you really do have a really serious responsibility and you have a really serious part of this person's life that some people are stuck. Mm. That's where my, you know, where I have the advantage over somebody younger because of all my years of experience. So when I talk, Definitely. It's not that people, you know, not, people don't have to listen. But again, when you practice, Mike, this level of language of sales, mm. you know, you basically, you know, try to reason with people. Yeah. And, you know, you have all facets of personalities. Yeah. You know, the high Ds, the guy, you know, like now I'm doing a deal in, <laughs> on 62 Lehigh, the, uh, the, uh, my clients, you know, like somebody like you. And the seller is, you know, literally two maniacs. As, 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 as he's an attorney, the husband's mm -hmm. an attorney, and the wife's in a wife's a teacher. But both are really high, high personalities. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's interesting, you know. Yeah, but yeah. again, just be patient and calm. Yeah. When you're patient and calm, and they're maniac. It's you know, if I'm a maniac and they're a maniac, that transaction's not happening. Be calm and patient and persistent with your requests and stuff like that. Mm. They'll eventually get it because at the end of the day, it's their motivation you know, yeah. to get out of it. So you know? it's very That's the other thing, too. You have to be really, really good at reading motivation. That's what I'm saying. Reading, yeah, reading people. Yeah, I'm going to say basically what I'm getting from what you're saying is it's very important to read the type of personality you're dealing with and then accordingly react because Always. everybody's different. And, and that's, the, that's the biggest thing that I can, I can share with you is, you know, a real, it's not as being a salesperson, you're actually a counterpuncher. You're listening and then coming over with a solution or, yeah. or a line or something like that, you know, because yeah. then people will want to do business with you. Yeah. And then people will somehow, somehow be semi-loyal to you. Yeah. You know, Hopefully. which is the biggest thing. Referrals. You know? <laughs> well, semi-loyalty was that they they'll stick with you. Yeah. Whether they're on the listing side and they listed a little too high, and then you're you know if you give them your energy, they'll stick with you. They even trust if you. It, even if it's expired. Yeah. Again, three cold skate lane was on the market for two years, two month, two two mm. years, one month, one day. So every six months we had to have that conversation. Right. 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 
And but we never had that conversation. You know, he just I would just say I'm putting a new MLS number. He would just go okay. You know, so yeah. it was. Uh, but at any point in time, you know, I I could have been fired. Mm. You know, could have been could have been could have went out. You know. He trusted you, and you had that language with he him. He liked the energy, you yeah. know, that we were bringing all consistent. You know, we didn't open house for him almost every Sunday. Wow, two, two years, two point eight started two point eight million, and then we had you know we had. Was going on at the market? He saw that you were you were putting in the effort. Though. I put in the That's effort. Just the pe but anybody will, as long as you put in the effort in. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. That's why even as a buyer's agent, I mean, you got to you got to put the effort in. But John, what do you mean by that? You know, I'm taking them out of the house. No, no, no. You have to study the hot sheet. Mm. You know, now they're getting the alerts as fast as you're getting the alerts. You know, sometimes even faster. Mm. So you look at your phone. You know, my phone's been going off while I'm here. I'm hoping that nobody's calling me, going like, "Get me into this house." <laughs> no, but I'm just saying that they're like, you got to be almost like you're like kind of like a fireman. Yeah, yeah. Right. So Reactive. that's the downside. You know, you have something planned. Although now with coronavirus, we got nothing planned. But let's just say, for example, you had something planned. You think guys going out for pizza? Yeah, we're going out for pizza, and all of a sudden. No, you're not going out for pizza because Mary, who you've been working with now, just saw something down in Tom's River and says, get me in. Right. And you're going like, oh, geez, here we go. It's going to be like another 32 offers, and what are we doing? Right. And, you know, and then it sucks after that. But you get, but then it's, yeah, but that's part of the job. It's worth it. You're creating that relationship. You're showing that you're dependable, reliable. Right. And then on the sell side, you're giving them, you're giving them energy. Yeah. And that's the t key to having a team or being in a really good office. Because now, you you know, if you do get five or seven listings at a time and you go like, oh, you know, so I promise you an open house every weekend. You got to find some people. I don't know about people. you, but I only see one Mike Greco, you know, but that's <laughs> why you have to leverage yourself. Yeah. I could only be in one place at one time. Yeah. You know, which yeah. is the reason why you want listings, you know, because, you know, you could be on the beach and sell three houses. Right? That's true. That's true. You can't, can't be selling three houses if you're at the Belmar Beach. Yeah. Well, speaking of the beach, yes. final question for the podcast. Okay. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Well, that's easy. That's retired, you know. I think I got nine and a half years left. I mean, that's my goal to be there in 2030, okay. probably to retire. Um, I just think it's been, uh, you know, God, it's, God, it's all about health. And uh, believe it or not, I'm 65. So, you know, I, <laughs> that's crazy. I should be retired already. I'm re eligible for Medicare. But my point is that, you know, Rod, even though I started later in life, God's blessed me with really great health. Mm -hmm. And I got uh, a great model at Keller Williams and a great broker to work for and a great environment. Yeah. Um, so I, in, I love what I'm doing. In fact, I mean, people still think I'm crazy. I mean, I, you know, I, I personally do about 140 transactions. 20 buyers, 20 right. or 20, maybe 30. Majority I probably got uh, 30, 30 bars, right? 30 bars and majority of listings. Okay. But I always get asked, why the hell are you going out? Why are you going, you know, why don't you sit back and just do listings and stuff like that and just give out those bars? I still enjoy going yeah. out. I still enjoy showing homes. You yeah. know, again, uh, and when you're on my level, it's got to be 600,000 or more. Right. You know, I mean, I don't go out and, you know, I give, I give out all the lower stuff, price stuff. You know, stuff. Not that I'm too. I don't beneath me. Trust me. If somebody was a friend or a referral, and I'm there for three hundred fifty thousand dollars house. I remember one client. He sold a big house. He was <laughs> downsizing to something in Monroe. It was one hundred thirty thousand. You know, and thank God he found it right away because I'm going like, oh Jesus. You know, this yeah. is you know one hundred thirty-two thousand. I mean, I didn't. It didn't matter to me. You know, I mean, I was there, but yeah. you know, you, you're fulfilling. You you know, what you are. People are depending upon you to get them from plan A to plan B or point A to point B and stuff like that. So um, I don't know where I, exactly where I'll be, but again, you know, my plan was to build a huge team 
so that the profit share, if I coached enough people and my tree grew, yeah, uh, and then um, we're at the most prof one of the most profitable Keller Williams franchises that yeah. you know that I'm at, um, that my Social Security plus my 21st of the month would help me get by. I think you're on track people, for that. You know. Yeah, I mean, it looks like you're doing good. <laughs> We're on track for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, again, that's we always have that uh, old thing. We, we make plans and God laughs. I mean, I could leave today and not, you know, that's it. That's as long as you're day. enjoying it. You know, but that's why you have to really enjoy, you know, doing what you're doing. When you're young, yeah, you know, you got you know, 60 years, years, you know, mm. yeah, you got, like, I got many, I got plenty of time to make mistakes and always come back. Yeah, it's true, you know, but at the same time, it's, it's uh, when you're 23, you should, you know, ask yourself, where do I want to be at 30? Mm. And when you get 30, where do you want to be at 40? And you should have a five, uh, you know, one year, one, three, five. Well, the, the one, all the things you're learning at Keller Williams, the one, three, five plan is yeah. excellent. You should ask yourself where you want to be in one year, three years, and five years. We really don't know where we're going to be tomorrow. Yeah. I know where I'm going to be in 10 minutes. I'm going to be over Burger King, but no. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but no, but my point is that, that, uh, it's it's important to have that because that's what you're striving for yeah right and have yeah. certain numbers and stuff like that i don't know you know it's funny people always uh, there are certain people that literally look at their numbers um every week mm. maybe every few days i only look twice a year mm. really right now june 30th okay. yesterday halfway and july 30th now I do know where I am because obviously I can see where my bank book is. I can yeah. see where my money's coming in. I see how many I see how many I got pending, thirty-seven pending, you know, right. eighteen listings or whatever I got. You know, I I know I got I know I'm making sales. I know I got you know. Yeah. So it's not that I'm a big shot. I just know where I am. But I really don't even get caught up in the numbers. You know, I watch who's doing business. I watch this one, that one, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Keller Williams is an open book. You can go inside your mykw.kw.com. You can see how much money. Yeah, you can see everybody. You can see how much your money you're making. I mean, that's yeah. it is what it is. You know, I mean, pretty I interesting. That you I've been that. the top producer here for 14 years in a row. Yeah. You know, whoever always finishes number two always posts on you know on the Facebook that year yeah. and says you know next year I'm taking the tally down and they say that. Oh, they do all the time. On Facebook, every every Christmas party, you know, it's the same thing. <laughs> and it's just, it's a different person every. It's a different team every 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 year. It's a different team every year. So Man. most of them end up leaving Keller Williams because they, you know, they. I love that though. It's fun. It's competition. But guess what? It's motivation for me. It exactly. That's what I'm saying. Level. Exactly. Every time something, you know, something aggravates me, you know, yeah. somebody in. Somebody in the company, you know, oh, I didn't get it, and they, you know, they, I don't know, it's yeah. some other drama, right? Just go, I just go out and take another five more listings, you know, and do a lot, a lot more business and yeah. stuff like that. Because that, at the end of the day, that's what you do on the field, and be consistent, and people will respect you. You know, it's not as a matter of just doing business and being a jerk. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's like it's like you want people to respect you and go, this is what you They show you listing, you go, they see your name on the listing, go, yeah, I want to show that listing. Right. Yeah, that guy, you know, I had a great deal with that guy. You know, we, you know, it was a tough deal, blah, 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 but we worked together and we got it done. Yeah. So I like working with that person, you know, and stuff like that. It's important and to have and those. Then, and, yeah, it's important. Yeah. And especially as your name, you know, your name and your reputation is, you know, if people, you know, you know, you know, if you've been involved, have you been involved in some bidding wars? You know, have you represented some clients <sighs> yeah, and I stuff have. like that? Okay, yeah. and then you get the call. Mike, sorry. Did the owner even see my thing? You know, I thought we yeah. made a great offer. You know, the asking price was two ninety nine. We went to three oh eight. You know, mm -hmm. or something like that. Sorry, Mike. 
I mean, you're not checking two months, two months. And even if you, even if it closes at 305, that's one, what good does that do? You have no idea what happened, right? right? So my point is that, you know, your, your reputation is the most important part and how you're working with people, how you're talking to other people, other agents, yeah. not just just the people that met, met, met you. Yeah, definitely. So that's just, just, just as important, yeah. you know, stuff like that. And you're building your business and you're building your reputation. And as time goes on, just like one of the Yankees, you just elevate your game yeah. to, a, to a level. And then you, then the hardest part is staying up there. That's that's where I am, you know, you know, with the team and everything. I got up there around 2015, but 2017 went to another level. Now I've been staying there, you know, mm. which again, it's not easy to stay up there and be consistent up at that level right. of production. But I have been, you know, yeah. because I practice real estate, mm. right? Three Cold Skate Lane, yeah, well, you know, I finally got it sold. But the thing about it is I, I sacrificed. I went and did an open house every Sunday. I met a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and normally, and normally, like, you, you meet so many people, you should have other transactions from that. But for some reason or not, you know, I, did, I didn't meet one other person. Really? But it's other, there's other listings, though, that we had three or four transactions. Yeah. You know, like, I think we did 10 Candlelight Drive in Homedale. Uh, literally between me and my co-agent, I mean, he sold two other houses. We had another listing from that, a big $1.7 million listing from that. And, you know, I had three other transactions. So it's really, it's awesome. totally arbitrary, you know. And, and actually that one, well, no, that one was on the market for a while. But there's others that, you know, you, you got, you know. I think my first list, my first, oh, that's right, my first listing, well, my first transaction you asked about, but my first listing yeah. was a flat fee listing, $1.1 in Homedale. And I remember the first Sunday I did an open house. Oh, it was this pandemonium. I think I was all alone. Uh, and I think I had about, oh, about 15, 15 visitors. Wow. I had, I had five transactions from that first open house. Wow, that's a great. So people are going, oh, what do you, what do you, you know, you're, you're killing us. You, 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 you're listing homes for 500 bucks. Yeah, I sold five houses. I made over $100,000 of commissions right. from my one over the year. I mean, yeah. it took me a little while to sell a couple of things. I'm still very good friends with a couple of those people. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was my, my first listing. It's a big so, lift off. You know, right I really, really appreciate you. I hope this was great. Yeah. I, Listen, I'd love to come back on. anytime. I know you got other guests coming, you know. Yeah, we got some, some other jabronis, but it's okay. <laughs> I don't, I'm not mad at you. I saw the, I saw the list. They're good, they're good people, but I think everybody has something to to uh, to share. Yeah. And that's what we do. We share. Yeah. I'm, I keep going to family reunion. And I, do I have to go? No. I don't have to go. But I go, right, because you know why? Oh, you! I still want to learn. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on every one of Ben Kenny's, you know, web, web uh, webinars and stuff like that. Whenever I can make them, because hmm. he always has something that's improved. That's something that's added. That's something that I could utilize. Yeah, or it's a refresher. You turn around and you go like, oh shit! I, you know, I haven't. I forgot about that. I was, I was using that. I was using that line in January. And I don't know what happened, but somehow that dropped off my script. Yeah, you know, let me re let me let me come back with that. Yeah. Yeah, and stuff like that. So I hope this was really fun. Uh, it was I, fun for me. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I really yeah. appreciate you coming. I think. And I am so honored. All right, to be the first one. Podcast. The first one. Well, I, you should um, start with the best. I appreciate you coming, and I think you dropped a lot of valuable knowledge on everybody. I'm sure people are going to enjoy this video, and you're definitely going to have to come back. All right. Thank you very much. I could do, you know, specific Oh, promote stuff. yourself. Any, any, anything, anywhere you want anybody to follow no, you. No, that's okay. Instagram, uh, you know, Facebook. Instagram, Natalie 55 uh, our uh, team dot is on Instagram and and uh, listen, I always appreciate uh, 
uh, you know, the, the uh, shout out and everything else like that. Yeah. And that's how we build, you know, that's what makes fellow Williams so great is that you have a chance to, you know, ask the great one a couple of, couple of things. <laughs> and now you just got to go out and let's do it. Okay. Thank you so thank much. Thank you for, so much. Thank you very much. Thank you for watching. Real Talk will be here next week, Thursday as well. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the channel. Make sure to follow us on YouTube as well. M. Greco Realty on Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. See you guys next week.